Good afternoon and welcome to the Sunday afternoon edition of the Clever Half Podcast. It is Sunday, June 11th, 2006. It is uh, approximately 1.43 p.m. Um, in the afternoon in Westchester, Pennsylvania, 65 degrees, sunny, um, but with some, some uh, thin high clouds and uh, it's a bit windy outside. This is the Screw It edition of the Clever Hack Podcast because there's been way too many interruptions this uh, Sunday and uh, this is the final shot, man. This is, I'm going through and uh, what gets recorded gets recorded. So uh, here you go. Um, I apologize. I meant to do this this podcast on Friday um, evening and um, I just couldn't do it. It's just been a long, hard week and my Friday actually had a couple, I had a couple of meetings on Friday and uh, I was just beat. So uh, instead of podcasting, what I did was that uh, on my way to um, home from work, I went to the state store, which is um, for those of you who don't live in Pennsylvania, a state store is a state-run liquor store. Um, every state in the United States has their own way of, of, of running their liquor laws. And in Pennsylvania, they have this uh, great system, which is kind of awful, um, to be honest with you, of um, having the liquor stores run by the state. Um, and uh, so you go to the liquor store and yes, it's run by the state. They, they do try to update it and uh, it, it's not horrible. It's not, it, it's actually not, they're not that bad, but it's uh, kind of hard to find something if you go in there on the spur of a moment. Um, I don't know, they, they mostly, they're mostly skewed towards really cheap wines and uh, liquor. So, uh, so yeah, but um. But on Friday afternoon, afternoon uh, I got the idea that I wanted to go and get um, a nice rosé to um, enjoy on a Friday evening, mostly because uh, the Wall Street Journal wine column had mentioned that the Argentinian rosés were really good this year, so I thought, hmm, why not go ahead and try some? So uh, what I did, um, I went to the into the state store and um, was looking for rosé, and uh, Goodness gracious, I did not realize that there are that many rosés out there. There's not only your traditional rosé, which is a white Zinfandel, which um, which we've all known and loved, but now um, there's uh, Pinot Noir um, rosés, there's Sauvignon rosés, so it's been, um, it was a big surprise. I never did find that Argentinian rosé, but what I did pick up was, in, it was irresistible to pick up, was a 2005 Sofia rosé. It's actually from the um, the Nivon Coppola um, uh, vineyard. Um, if you know, you should be thinking, oh, Sofia Coppola, yes, that her father has the vineyards out um, in California. But what this was, it wasn't a white Zinfandel. It was a Pinot Noir um, rosé. And what what they mean by rosé is that the grapes are allowed to ferment for only like 48 hours, and um, and what happens when you ferment in such a short amount of time is that the grapes, the wine will actually um, have a pinkish tinge rather than, if you know, with a traditional Pinot Noir, it's a dark red. Um, so in this case, they let, you know they allow the grapes to ferment for a short amount of time, and it, and it gets this beautiful, in this case, a beautiful rose color. And at, to add to it, the probably the sole reason why I picked up this bottle of wine is because the bottle is so unusual. It's like this beautiful, graceful looking bottle. So yes, I was tempted, and um, at the price for thirteen ninety nine, you couldn't beat it. So I picked up that, and also um, an Italian Prosecco, which is an Italian sparkling white wine. Um, if it was made anywhere else it, it, in in France in the Champagne region, region it would be called Champagne. But um, I picked up those two, 
and um, went home and um, had the uh, had the the um, the the Coppola, and it was actually pretty gosh darn good for uh, thirteen ninety nine, I have to say. So um, that was my Friday evening, and uh, I was in bed by nine thirty. There was no way that I was um, actually uh, getting up any, or staying up any later than that. So um, so yeah, so that's been pretty much my uh, my my weekend. Um, Aside from that, um, what I wanted to, what I wanted to talk about was um, well, let me just go to to um, Clever Hack hardware news because I have a story to tell you about my hardware. Um, earlier this week, this past week, um, what I wanted to do, I wanted to go ahead and upgrade the memory in my uh, PowerBook. Um, it, my PowerBook has basically been not touched since I've gotten it. Um, thank God, um, I'm gonna knock on wood right now. It's been serving me very, very well, and but I needed to go ahead and, and um, update it, um, or at least um, upgrade the RAM because I find with doing the recording re garage band um, that the that I have to that I have to turn off everything, um, any ex all the extraneous programs before going into garage band, or else I'll get you know the wonderful uh, fan whine. Um, so I went to go ahead and upgrade my RAM, and um, I, somebody bought me some some RAM. Um, to upgrade my PowerBook with and stick, you know, open up the little, uh, the, the little window in the back of the PowerBook, um, and stick the RAM in. I actually had two, uh, 256, um, sodiums in there, take out one of them, stick the gig sodium that I had in there and, uh, turn on the PowerBook and boy, did it beep at me. It gave me these forlorn beeps like, what are you doing? Anyway, I would do a, 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 a I would I would um, actually um, reenact this situation, but um, I don't need to be doing an Ellen Slice, you know. So uh, anyway, after my PowerBook beeped at me so forlornly, take out the, the the new RAM, um, which actually which obviously wasn't working all that well, and uh, stuck the the two fifty six sodium back in there, and uh, I'm still at five twelve now. So um, so yeah, my poor PowerBook. It's been it's served me so well, but um, but yeah, so. So there's that. <laughs> so um, aside from that, let me just tell you the other thing that I, I have improved um, from for this podcast as opposed to the last one is that I looked through my my box of crap that I have of computer stuff, and I found an external microphone, and I have that plugged in. So I'm hopefully um, this podcast is going to come out a little bit clearer than um, and louder than 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 the last one. Um, for those of you who wrote, and I'm so appreciative to, of, of those of you who wrote and uh, gave me some great feedback, um, as I told some of you, um, what happened with my last podcast was that I didn't have the audio input volume high enough, or I left it like, I think it was halfway, not even halfway, but probably three quarters of the way. So I, I put that up, and also in GarageBand, I've been playing with the volume. So hopefully, um, and I tested my previous um, recordings earlier today, and uh, it seemed like the volume was loud enough. But you guys, let me know, especially you guys that are um, on Windows. Um, let me know if the, if the volume's not high enough. Um, as I said, I got some great feedback, and I even got some great international feedback. So yeah, um, that's just tickled me to to to, to no end. Um, as I, I've mentioned on the blog, that um, this podcast is on iTunes, and I have to think of some great co cover art. You know, maybe. Um, Maybe some uh, some some sort of picture or image there. Um, I've got to think of. Um, also, I know that more than a few are are downloading this from iTunes, so that's that's very very cool. 
Aside from that, um, let me go ahead and uh, tell you about what happened to me to my website on uh, on Friday afternoon. Uh, Friday afternoon, I was looking at my site logs, and, or Friday evening, I should say. Friday evening, looking at my site logs, and I see this weird site log, this weird referrer for this um, site called techne.ws, and I had no idea what it was, and it didn't look like that your typical referrer spam. So I went to go ahead and looked at it, and to imagine my shock, I go to this website, it's um, spelled or the URL is techne, it's um, T-E-C-H-N-E dot W-S. Imagine my shock when I go there and I find a website, um, it looks supposed to look like a blog, and it has my content on there. Let me tell you, I was just a tad bit not happy about that. So um, I was looking through my site logs and I was like, and, and obviously the, the content was being ripped from my, um, or fr from my RSS feed, so I was trying to figure out which RSS was grabbing my content for this so um, I did some investigative research and um, thank you dnsstuff.com and I found out that the techne.ws site is being hosted in Great Britain and ironically enough I have one, one of my one of these um, RSS crawlers is from the same IP um, that this, this techne.ws so it didn't take me too long to figure that out and um, I did a nice IP block, and after I did the IP block, you can see, um, as of like right now, the techne.ws doesn't have any content because I am IP blocking them. So, um, what a moron. But anyway, um, I, had, I had done one other thing, was, um, which was to go back into the Google, and I, I looked at the Google cache for the techne.ws site, and as of Friday evening, um, the techne.ws site actually was cached with um, a couple pages about um, SEO, um, get content for your site, make you know, make money off of Google AdWords kind of stuff. So um, obviously the guy was trying was trying to um, use my content, and I guess he's gonna go ahead and put some Google AdWords on on that site. So anyway, um, that was that was thrilling. So I know now to go ahead and look for any weird referrers um, from sites that uh, might be using my RSS feed without my knowledge and without my permission. I apologize, dear listeners. I have no patience today. Um, apparently, this podcast is going to be coming out a little bit choppy, only because uh, as I'm recording today, um, my apartment is actually pretty chilly, um, but my power book is designed to overheat. So I have to stop when I'm recording because the second stage fan is turning on and making it sound like I have a jet engine in the background, even more so than the, than the refrigerator, which has actually been pretty quiet today. So um, I apologize, and uh, we're just gonna go ahead and roll with it over here, at, uh, over here at Clever Hack. Next, what I wanted to talk to you guys about was about these services which allow subscribers to get updates of your blog via email. The first of the ser these services is called Feedflips, and what it does is that it will um, actually grab the whole story um, or your whole post, and it will send it to your to whoever subscribes to its services um, via email. And um, it, it you know it's very it's very useful. Um, there's also a sister uh, uh, service called Bloggerhythm, which does the same thing. Except I think um, as opposed to Feedblitz, which, which grabs the um, whole post, um, Bloggerhythm just seems to grab the, the the updated post via RSS, which isn't that bad either. So if you're thinking about blog PR, um, these services are something to think about. Um, maybe by you know telling. Uh, readers to go ahead and subscribe or, or whatnot. So, you know, especially for those those people who don't like 
RSS readers. I would have no idea who, who that might be. So, um, so there you go. Aside from blogs and RSS and all that stuff, um, I thought it was kind of interesting this week with the uh, w what seems to be the increased uh, Google bashing by folks about um, Google's uh, um, actions in China and um, why they're there and, and how come they're allowing their, um, their site in China to be censored and stuff like that. Uh, I just wanted to say that I don't know, I, th I think a lot of it seems to be politically motivated. Um, I don't know, does, I guess the question is, um, does Google have a moral responsibility to insist that the, that the information that it provides to China or Chinese citizens is not censored? You know, do they have to do that morally? I'm not too sure about that, but um, I'm also a little bit uncomfortable with, with people um, saying Google is bad and, and threatening to boycott them and, or, and whatnot um, just because of it. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I can see Google's um, uh, point of view, which is, is it, is it better not to play at all in that, in that scene or is it better to play and then hope that the Chinese people will, will demand more information? So, yeah, so there you go. And now instead of thinking about Chinese censorship, let's go ahead and think about mo-blogging for a second. Um, I'm still researching my mo-blogging solution or the ultimate mo-blogging solution that I want. But one of the things I was thinking about earlier this week was that I think I want something that I can go ahead and will allow me to go and record sound on the road. Now, I've, as I've told you, I've got this PowerBook laptop, and and my setup isn't that you know, um, isn't that uh, stuck in one place. I can go ahead and take my uh, my PowerBook and the, the cheap speakers, the headphones I'm using, and my newly found uh, uh, microphone, and I can go ahead and take it anywhere with me. But I couldn't go and say um, record in a crowd or something like that. So I wonder if there's something out there that will allow me to go ahead and record um, while being mobile. Maybe the maybe the solution there is to get, let's say, um, a microphone from my iPod. Maybe that, that might be working. But also, um, in addition to that, um, I'm thinking about a video player or a video camera, and also um, maybe a case to carry it all in without looking like a big dork. Um, I don't know. Maybe a camera case. But um, uh, my thoughts, my, my thoughts on this uh, will be evolving as the as the week, weeks go on, and as I find uh, new opportunities, go ahead and podcast, um, go ahead and podcast them. But I do, I mean, this is a goal that I would I would like to have. Finally, let's go ahead and do the fun stuff, which is music. Um, my week, the week in music for a. <laughs> for me uh, has been uh, actually uh, fun filled mostly because my iPod is filled now. Uh, I'm really picky about the music I like to have at work and um, I finally got that like that mix of stuff that that uh, gets me going at work and uh, now I can go ahead and dependently push shuffle and uh, I won't be disappointed. The thing is though um, I did find out on Friday night that I have there's a uh, there's a postal service single that I don't have and I need to go ahead and get which is pretty pretty bad so um, aside from that missing postal service single um, I'm pretty happy with the iPod at work um, just now I've got to go ahead and keep on finding a uh, good music talking about music though um, I, I've mentioned this on the blog before I have an XM unit in my car 
and I've noticed that um, just driving around this past week that I've gotten cruddy reception on my XM unit, and I don't know, I don't think it's because of the weather. It was it was overcast, but not like bad. Um, and also, I don't think it was weather. I think it was um, I, don't, I don't think it was trees either. Um, the route I take actually coming home from work, there's no tree. I mean, I go on a highway basically. Um, I've just gotten like exceedingly crappy reception recently. So I don't know if they've like, I want to say that the, that the satellite it's, has changed or something like that because um, I don't know the, 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 it's 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 just not the way it used you know was even a couple of weeks ago. With that um, and with those thoughts, I think it's now time to wrap up this podcast, or it's going to be sitting on my hard drive for the rest of the afternoon, and we just can't have that. So I want to say thank you for uh, listening to my podcast. And um, if you have any feedback, any um, you know mixtapes that you want to make for me, or um, any or any applications to be my own personal nanny, um, you can go ahead and send them to blog at cleverhack.com. And again, thanks, and uh, I will be podcasting to you soon. Bye.